1: And I'm glad you're here. Now, if you want to know more about me and my work and what's happening in my wacky world, you can check out KarenHager.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook where I'm Fog City Psychic. Now, emotions are running high right now. We're in difficult times. I think the beginning of the year is um, is always more stressful because we're coming out of the holidays. We may have made a lot of resolutions and It's a time when emotions run high, and you might have heard people say that emotions are something we experience, but they don't have to define us. And that's part of why I was so interested in bringing this guest to you today, because Amanda Hainline's here to talk about how we can shift our emotional state so that we are not identifying as our emotions, so that we can release stress and anxiety and sadness. She's here to share some tools that we can use to help us gain control of our emotions and to feel better within five minutes. So are you ready to meet her? 15 years ago, Amanda Hainline accidentally went from regular suburban mom to a full-blown psychic in 30 seconds. Okay, so I'm definitely going to ask her about this. To cope with the chaos from that experience, she worked with healers and angels to regain her sanity. And along the way, she started not only surviving, but thriving as a result of her newfound gifts. She became an intuitive and hands-on healer, and now she works with clients all over the world. Her new book is Feel Better in Five Minutes, an empowering guide to gain control over your emotions. And you can find out more about Amanda and her work at Amandahainline.org calm. Amanda, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thanks for having me, Karen. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, I'm glad you're here. Okay, you can't even walk in the front door though with a statement like that from suburban mom to psychic in 30 seconds. What the heck? What happened? Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't so, you know, it wasn't
0: something I had planned on doing. It wasn't on my uh agenda in my life at that time or ever. And, um, yeah, I, I was in a really tough relationship and ha- I got married at 18, you know, and, uh, by the time all this happened, I had two little kids and kind of doing the groundhog day mom thing. And which, which is great. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it just felt like I was just kind of dead inside, honestly. And I thought I've got to get some help somewhere. And I, I was depressed. I didn't want to get on medication because I had seen people in my life go through that. And it was just uh, not the road I wanted to take. So um, a friend recommended that I go to an energy healer. And I thought, well, I didn't really know what that was. Uh, I didn't really understand it, but I thought I'll, I'll try anything. And it wasn't really part of my upbringing to do any of that stuff that I was raised Southern Baptist. So um, kind of outside of the scope of that belief system, even though I had left the church uh, a long time before it was, you know, all that stuff still sticks in your core. So anyway, I went to the first session and I felt way better. I felt um, lighter, happier, just better than I had in a really long time. And so I thought, well, maybe this is a way to help me. Right. You know, you think, oh, I finally found something. And when I find something, I latch onto it. You know, I think as, as a lot of us do. So when I went back for the second session, the healer was uh, muscle testing me as this modality. How you do? And she said, well, all of your chakras want to open at once. And I think my response says it all as far as how prepared I was. Um, I said, what's a chakra? <laughs> you know you can imagine uh going going from where I was to at that moment to the light speed of being thrown into this chaos so she started tapping on my head and my heart and I started feeling like I was burning from the inside out and was screaming and my body Mm -hmm. temperature shot up and I felt like I was being electrocuted my body was extremely tense on the table like you see in an exorcism or something you Mm -hmm. know on TV. And then my body collapsed and I felt like I'd been hit over the head. And I said, what happened? She's like, all your shockers open. I'm like, that tells me absolutely nothing. (laughs) She said, go outside, walk around in the grass for a minute, go home. And you know, you'll be fine. I'm like, okay, great. So I did that, got up the next morning and I was not better. I felt worse. I was crying. Couldn't stop crying. um, Really just disoriented. Got my kids to school, came home, went to bed and got up went and got them from school and as I started walking towards the school I just felt this intensity oh come over me and I started hearing like broken messages like thoughts of other people now I know what that was you know just kind of all these like Things mom scroll through their heads, you know, i got to take the kids' soccer practice, i got to make dinner, what am I going to do this, what am I going to do that kind of thing, and then all the physical activity around me, all the kids running and screaming, and then I felt everybody's emotions as well, and so I had no clue what was going on at the time, walked towards the school, I got my kids, got in the car, and uh, it was, I was shaking and, and really scared because I thought something's wrong with me, you know, something happened and I don't know how to fix it. And so I went back to the office and, uh, where I'd had this done, it was my chiropractor and I walked in and she just happened to come up and she goes, uh, wow, you look terrible. And I said, I don't know what she did to me. I pointed at this other lady and I was like, she has to fix it. I can't, Mm. I can't function. And so the woman had just started doing this modality and I've I've learned that I need to share this part of the story because I've had several people and messages saying that woman was so irresponsible to open your chakras and not give you any guidance. Well, she was brand new to this modality. This was something she had learned and, you know, the universe, guide, spirit, whatever you want to say, just happened to use her as a vehicle to get you know, be, be a catalyst to have this happen in my life. So no blame of this woman at all, but uh, she called her mentor and the lady said, Oh, her chakras will balance and close. And then everything will go back to normal. And it didn't, Mm -hmm. I started hearing more voices. I started waking up in the middle of the night after horrific nightmares, things attacking me in my sleep um hearing angels and demons and then all of the uh traumas from my childhood started coming up and there was nothing to hold them down anymore because all my chakras were over and so it was like all this stuff was just percolating bubbling up uncontrollably and so emotionally I was a complete and utter disaster. Um we were in the middle of a house remodel <laughs> and I was expected to you know paint and hammer and and all these things and I was like I can't even I can't even hardly get through a day. You know, it was, it was really tough for about six months. And I, during that time, I kept going to healers because I thought this is the only thing I know to do, you know, what else am I going to do? I have to figure out what has happened to me. And nobody had a name for it. Nobody could tell me, Hey, you had a spiritual Kundalini awakening. This is what you're going to experience. Let's help you through this. There was none of that. Nobody knew what had happened. And so after about six months, I kind of felt like I got a handle on it. And, um, I was doing the laundry one day and I felt something behind me when I brought the laundry in the living room and I turned around, there was these three giant angels in my living room. And I just looked at them. I was like, what do you want? <laughs> Which may seem like an odd response, but after months of being, showing up in my house and having all these experiences, I was just like, Oh geez, can I just do my laundry in peace? And one of them stepped forward and said, we're going to teach you how to heal people. And, I just laughed at him. And I said, have you seen my life? Like, are you crazy? You have the wrong address, obviously. But they said, no, no, we're going to teach you everything. Don't go get training. And yeah. And so they started teaching me how to work with energy. And people started showing up that needed help. And that's how everything started 15, 16 years ago.
1: How do you take care of yourself today? How do you keep those boundaries? How do you stay protected when you're able to perceive and feel so much? Well, that is one of the things that has
0: definitely been the most trying part of the journey is really keeping myself contained within my own energy and not dispersing too much, but also when it's needed, tapping into people and things that I need to tap into. So through this process, Um, during those six months, and then over the course of all these years, learning how to release emotional states and traumas having to do with those emotional states has really helped solidify my constitution a lot. The more I've released trauma, the stronger my boundaries have gotten for myself, you know, because as an empath, I mean, I'm sure you know this, it's really tough sometimes to keep other things out, you know, because you're so open to everything. So I do do protection for myself on a regular basis. Of course, things still get through if you're meant to experience them. And then I just use that as a flashlight shined on something of my own to say, okay, I choose to release this and anything that's attached to, and that's one of the things I talk about in the book. Um, But also keeping my circles very clean in my life of who has access to my energy and how I experience that person and the kind of dynamic I have with different people in my life and different projects and, and things like that, because everything's organic. You know, everyone in your business, everything you choose to do is energy. And so there's always a very conscious process of evaluation before I say yes to something. And Sometimes I step into something and then realize after the fact that, oh, this is not good. And I have to cut it off and people get confused sometimes. And I say, well, you know, it's just what I need to do for myself. And to the outside, you know, I've I've had to cancel a few things and people have gotten upset. And I'm like, it's just, that's what I've been guided to do. That's why I need to do it. And so it's, it is a bit tricky to keep that boundary for myself, because I want to say yes to everything. You know, there's part of me that really you want want to help everyone. You want to, you want to be there for every person that is brought your way. But the reality is you have to really evaluate your own constitution and safety and where you are right that moment in your life to determine whether that's the appropriate thing
1: for you to do. One of the things I like about about the book, about feel better in five minutes, is that it? It's well, listeners know I love the stuff that's practical. I love the stuff that's like, here's what we're gonna do. Now we're gonna do it. Look, we did it. Here's some right. I lo- love it. So I love it's super practical. But I can also feel as I read the book, your heart and desire to help people. And so this book is is good if you're in crisis, I suppose. But it also just for people who aren't in crisis. You have a way of kind of going, all right, this is what's going on. Here's what we're going to do about it. And that no-nonsense way of approaching working with energy and healing is, I like it because it's a lot like the way that I work with intuition and I taught intuitive development for a long time. It's okay, here it is. I've got three angels in my living room. How are we going to deal with it, right? Can I get them to fold the clothes or do they have something to tell me or what's (laughs) going on? And I love that no-nonsense approach. And I think that helps set a boundary as well. When you're not thrown off, when you don't go immediately into your emotions, when you're not overwhelmed, I think that helps set a boundary too. It really does. It really
0: does. Having that and having the ability to to do that is such a skill for people and teaching that, you know, you don't have to be afraid of your emotions. A lot of times fear kind of takes over and runs the show. And that's why, you know, that the grounding chapter in the book is so important. I used to be an extremely ungrounded person Um, from the time I was probably in my teens. And it just perpetuated over my lifetime until I started really getting a handle on it. Um, So being grounded is, is huge. And it really does help to, um, to stabilize your emotional states. And that's why I, I do give so much attention to grounding in the book, because I feel like it's such a key for everyone to really experience that and understand that even if you're not inherently grounded, you can become inherently grounded. So it's, it's definitely a process, but no nonsense is the only way to go in my mind. Um, I I'm, I'm not for fluff really. It's not really my forte. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, I've, I've dealt with some healers and been to some like spiritual groups and stuff, and they're just, man, they're in the clouds. And I'm like, hello, what are you talking about? Like, let's speak English here so that everybody can get something out of this, you know? And so I just really- that was what I wanted with this book is to say, okay, this is the reality of things. Yes. It's related to energy. Energy doesn't have to be woo. -woo. Everyone has an energy system, just like you have a circulatory system and a nervous system. You have an energy system and it's, it's no different than any other part of your biology and learning to work with that is
1: so key to health. You are listening to Out of the Fog and I'm talking with Amanda Hainline. Her new book is Feel Better in 5 Minutes, an empowering guide to gain control over your emotions and you can find out more about Amanda and her work at amandahainline.com. I'm going to spell, are you ready? Amanda A M A N D A Hainline H A I N L I N E. amandahainline.com. So that the language that we use to talk about things, if we're using woo language or fluff language, or we're using no nonsense, that it makes a big difference in, at least I feel in our, in our perception, how we work with the energy that that language generates. You talk a lot in the book about how the language we use about emotion, about how we feel can help us shift those emotional states. So when we use an I am statement, I am angry. I'm exhausted. I'm just getting through it. You say that that can have our emotions become part of our identity. Can you say more about that? Of course. Uh, That
0: is, you know, when I wrote that chapter, chapter one, and figuring out how to start the book. It really wasn't my intention. When I set out, I didn't realize how profound a statement it was when, uh, when I started writing that chapter, but it has become really a cornerstone of starting to work with energy and starting to delineate the fact that your, your emotions are separate from who you are as a person and your identity. Because when we say I am tired, I am sick, I am whatever we're saying, what happens is subconsciously consciously and energetically, all of that's woven together to form an identity because you're saying I am sick, I am stressed or whatever it is. And so when you go to start to work on releasing those emotions, they're stuck because your subconscious and your energy system says, well, that's who I am. So how can I release who I am? That doesn't make any sense. So It's important to reframe how you approach emotions so that you understand that it's something, an experience you're moving through versus who you are as a person. So what I encourage people to do is just take stock in what you're saying. And if you notice yourself with the language of I'm tired, I'm sick, I'm angry, I'm stressed, whatever it is, stop and say, okay, I'm choosing to reframe this. I am experiencing sickness. I am experiencing anger. I am experiencing sadness, depression, you know, fill in the blank. And what that does is it starts to separate the emotion from who you are. And as that process starts to take place, you start to feel like you have more control over your emotional state because it's just moving through. It's temporary. It's not who you are. And that's really big for a lot of people.
1: Well, and for intuitives and empaths, that understanding that you ride the wave, you are not the wave, that emotion and information can move through you, but does not need to stay with you. That's super important when we're looking at emotions, because as you say in the book, emotion can get then uh, keyed into trauma, that trauma can really make an imprint. And then you're in a terrible tangle that you can't that it's difficult to un, unsnarl.
0: It's true. Yes, absolutely. That is, that is something that, you know, it gets to be a jumbled mess in there and it, it's hard to untangle the cords, but it's definitely possible to do it. And with some, some techniques in the book, I really walk you through how to untangle that uh, that energetic web that's keeping you from living your best life.
1: Do you have a favorite way to help us feel better in five minutes? There's tons of them in the book. Do you have a favorite? I, you know,
0: there's a couple of favorites that I have. What I, what I like to start with uh, in general is just the super basic way to do it. And what I encourage people to do is, you know, we tend to have a go-to emotion in the morning. You wake up, maybe you're stressed because your alarm's going off or you wake up and you're just angry or you're depressed or you're dreading your day or whatever it is, whatever your go-to emotion is in the morning, start to pay attention to that when you wake up and then just lay there for a moment. And whatever that emotion is, you may have clarity about what that emotion is, or you may not have clarity about what that emotion is. It really doesn't matter. You can do this either way, but If it's just general kind of mud (laughs) emotion, you can just welcome it up. Say, I choose to welcome up these emotions and then just envision them kind of rising up out of your body. And I say, and I choose to release these and whatever they're attached to. If you want to call out the emotion, you're welcome to do that as well. But it's just a really easy way to kind of start taking back that um, empowerment that you've lost through, you know, kind of your emotions running you instead of you running your emotions. That's just a really basic way of doing it. And one of the keys to doing this is really sticking that little ending on that says in whatever it's attached to, because when you do that, what you're saying is, okay, I'm not only getting the emotion on the surface, that's kind of what I can see, right? Like an iceberg, right? You can only see about 10% of the iceberg. So, you know, it's, it's a chunk of that emotion that's coming up and floating off out of, out of your body and then just taking some deep breaths. But when you say, and whatever it's attached to, what it's doing is it it's getting little bits and pieces of that stuff that it's attached to deeper down energetically, because it's all in a web, the emotions and energy are in a web. So when you're pulling that out, you're pulling strings that are probably you know, 20, 30 years old, possibly out with that. So then it makes it easier as you go along and you're doing this on a regular basis. You can start to actually dig deeper, um, with the little bit longer uh, techniques in the book. And when you do that, it's, you've taken out a lot of that emotional charge already by doing the daily releasing. So it's a really helpful way to kind of feel safe about digging deeper without actually being conscious that you're doing it in the beginning
1: I love that you're speaking into that safety the the way that I have always thought about this kind of the the way I get it from my guides is that we can't let go of something that we still are using or that we still need or think we need that's where it gets a little tangly and if I'm hearing you right it sounds like that, in that way of releasing that you're advocating, there's a kind of permission given that you're letting go for your highest good, whatever it's attached to in whatever is the safest way. Is that right? That's right. Yes. And that way you're not having to think about
0: it. I'm very much for energy being a no thought process because energy knows what to do. Yeah. It's It's the highest power. It's the most innate intelligence. And so I feel like sometimes it gets overguided. And when we say generally in your best and highest good or, you know, and whatever it's attached to your energy system knows what to do already. We don't, you don't have to tell your body how to digest a steak, right? (laughs) So, um, it's, it's, you know, letting the energy actually kind of do its job innately, um, versus like having really strict direction on it i think is really key and it's an it's a way for people to feel empowered and safe when they're using energy techniques especially in the beginning because you always wonder if you're doing it right and um it's just a really simple way to start out it's a toe dip uh
1: so to speak <laughs> oh i love it now i the the clock is catching us here so we've just got a couple minutes left together can you please let the listeners know how they can connect with you where they can find the book and how they can connect with you for further work. Of course. Um, so we have, uh, I have a website,
0: amandahainline.com, as you were so kind to spell out earlier. And you can find me on Instagram at akhainline And we also have a free Facebook group that is Daily Energy with Amanda Hainline right now. And If you sign up on the email list on the website, we're going to be coming out with the membership soon, and I'm working on coming out with the podcast this year. We've got a lot of really good things coming out, so very exciting projects on the way, and we have a journal that's going to be matching the book that's coming out probably in the next month or so.
1: Oh, that's awesome. People who listen know I like to write in my books. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, please. A workbook and a journal would be great. (laughs) Um, Okay, so wonderful. For someone listening who is wanting to make that shift from feeling controlled by their emotions to that place of freedom and safety of uh, kind of letting the wave roll through you, what last guidance might you have for them? A lot of people feel like they are
0: um, when they're being run by their emotions, they're not uh, very grounded, as I talked a little bit earlier. And another simple technique that I really encourage people to do is if you're feeling very unstable, if you're feeling like your emotions are just kind of um, running you all over the place take a moment and ground. So it's a really simple exercise of just envisioning roots coming out of the bottom of your feet and going into the ground. And you can take some deep breaths to push those roots down further into the ground and do that a few times. And you'll start to feel the stability and calmness come over you and some clarity. And then after sitting with that for a moment, just breathe up through those roots into your body. So you get a lot of that grounded energy up In your system. And then just when you take a breath out, just envision that energy going out all the way into your, or in your energy system so that it just gives you a stabilizing platform to work from. And then the, the uh, technique that we did earlier, it's, it's good to do those in conjunction with each other, but the grounding one is really good in the moment. If you're feeling uh, stressed or panicked about something and you want to get a grip quickly.
1: Oh, I love that. So that's powerful and practical and we can all do that. Now, right now. Um, Amanda, thank you so much for coming and talking to us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. That is Amanda Hainline, and her new book is Feel Better in Five Minutes, an empowering guide to gain control over your emotions. You can find out more about Amanda and her work at amandahainline.com. That's Amanda Hainline, H-A-I-N-L-I-N-E, amandahainline.com. Check out that free Facebook group. It sounds like one of the best ways to be on top of everything that's happening in her world is to sign up for her email list on that website. And of course, you're always welcome over at KarenHager.com. That's a good place to find out more about upcoming classes and events. And if you want to connect voice to voice for a private session, get some intuitive guidance and perspective. You're very welcome. All the details are there at KarenHigger.com. I'm frolicking on Instagram and Facebook where I'm fog city psychic. And there's also bonus photos of jigsaw puzzles usually <laughs> on my Instagram page as well, because I can't help it. You're supposed to have, you know, a really beautifully curated social media profile where everything's the same color and it's seamless and mine's got jigsaw puzzles on it. So, There you go. Fog City Psychic on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world. And a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace.